When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Do you guys remember that part in Kid and Play where play talk the rest of the gang and going to get kid out of jail with prospects of going to Burger King afterwards. And that was, that's all they needed to hear. They turned that into a Burger King commercial later. I like, I like Burger King and kid and play. This is being awesome. The podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I am Rob and I was watching old commercials and Saturday morning specials before I started recording this week in awesome guys. Um, I just yesterday watched the finale of robots in the skies. Just like I said, last week I held off of watching the first part so I could watch both part together, uh, as one solid unit, you know, <laughs> and, um, man, what a finale. That was like, a lot better than I could have predicted. It was a really fun show and I'm, I'm sad to see it go, but you know, everything, you know, these things don't last forever. Every, every incarnation of transformers has its lifespan and goes on to the next one. And I'm really looking forward to Cyberverse next year. So I'm, well, I'm sad to see robots in the skies and totally looking forward to what the future is going to bring. Man, that was a really good finale. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm legitimately surprised about how good it was. It, it, it was almost like a little mini movie finale. You know, if you didn't watch it, I'm not going to give it away. I mean, the show just aired yet yesterday here in America. So it, you know, a couple of months later, spoilers are like, dude, you're just watched the show already. <laughs> but you know, a few days later, it's don't talk about it yet. People haven't had a chance to catch up. Wow, that was a really cool episode. I really kind of dug the way everything worked out. That was neat. Speaking of new Transformer shows, you know, Cyberverse starts next year. But this week, I believe, the first episode of the Titans Return cartoon starts up on Go90. And I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to Beat around the bush here, even though I beat around the bush starting up that sentence. I don't know what to think. You know, Combiner Wars was not exactly the best thing they could have ever done. You know, it it was watchable, but it wasn't. It could have been a lot better, you know. I thought it was watchable anyway. And thing is, I really, I, I'm playing with the Titan Master as I'm recording this. I love Titan's Return so very much that I'm very... I don't want to say nervous because my the world's not going to end if the Titans return. I dropped my Titan Master. Hold on. Okay, I got him. 
the world is not going to end if um if the Titans return web cartoon is not good. <laughs> you know, not, nothing bad. That, that's not going to end my world. I just hit the mic. But there's a dark side. But I um I really like Titans Return. <laughs> you know, it's one of my favorite things they've done in Transformers. Probably since Beast Wars. And that's why I'm so happy with Power of the Primes, because it's a nice evolution of the Titan Masters idea. So I don't have to worry about this cool thing I like so much completely going away because it's just evolving a little, you know, and it's evolving in a way I really like. I just heard my wife through the wall fussing at the cats, but I'm really, I want to say I'm much, it's hard for me to say it. I'm partially optimistic because there's nothing really negative about the show that strikes me, strikes me as a negative, you know, seeing the, seeing the commercials and all that, um, I kind of dig the idea, look and animation, you know, it doesn't bother me too much. Like some people seem to have a problem with the quality of the CGI or whatever. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. I think it looks okay. You know, I hear the voice cast, they put some more money into it this time. The episodes are going to be like longer. So it gives them more time to actually have something going on other than a scuffle and then a cliffhanger ending. You know, I'd have more time to tell a story. It's just if Combiner Wars was better, I'd have a more idea of what I'm getting into. Because Combiner Wars was like, I'm not going to lie, I'm not one of these people who outright hated it to its umpth degree. I'm not. I, yeah, I, I I thought it wasn't a fair, wasn't the best show it could have been, but I also didn't crap on it. You know, I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. It was it was watchable for those little five minutes each episode took and it was over. I was like, okay, that that was that, I guess. You know, it it could have just been a thirty minute episode. That now it could have been a whole lot more. You know, so that's what's got the taste of uncertainty here because it's like, oh man, here's an adaption of something I really like. And it's a follow up to something I was. I'll be honest with you, I kind of forgot happened. So, I, I'm just like I have a uh, extra loud mouth. I uh, somehow ended up. Like, you know, I have a loudmouth Titan Master where I bought the store with this little car thing or whatever, and I dig it a lot. Just by way, somehow I ended up with just the Titan Master himself without the car of loudmouth. Like, there was a bunch of toys where someone apparently tried to steal them at Walmart. And, you know, where they ripped open the packaging and all that. And I just kind of noticed it going, oh, gross. You know, and I picked out my stuff and I left and got my groceries, you know. This is before they were doing the online pickup I do now. And I get home, and I'm opening up all my stuff, and here's this extra loudmouth in my box. So I'm figuring someone stuffed him in that box trying to sneak out the stuff or whatever and got caught. But I have this extra loudmouth that I fiddle with all the time, because here's just a extra dude. Maybe one day I'll get one of those uh, faceplate kits Trent Troop makes and make him somebody else, or... Who knows? Maybe it's got an extra loud mouth for this time. Maybe I'll put some paint on him and make him into somebody else. I don't know. Just right now, I have this extra loud mouth sans all of his um, accessories that I play with quite a bit. Like, I'll stick them on other guys in their cockpits and their 
cool bathtub guns <laughs> that you can stick another Titan Master in. I just wish they had Titan Masters by themselves in like blind bags or whatever, because I would just buy a ton of them, just various colors. They could just be various citizens of Titan City or something. I call it Titan City because I'm fun to be around. Um, in all honesty, Zone Base could have been called Titan City <laughs> if um timing was different on that. But um. Yeah, I just... Because <sighs> I have in my head what well, I want to see the story of uh, Titans Return being. I want to see an adventure of Titans in these cities, you know, and they're just getting adventures with the bigger guys and all sorts of stuff. You know, I, I just see that kind of story playing out. And I see these commercials, and I see a Transformers cartoon that doesn't really... that's based on Titans Return that doesn't really... So far, there's one Titan Master listed on the previews and the commercial. They show like Trypticon, you know. So I'm like, you guys are just kind of slapping the title <laughs> onto things, aren't you? But I'm gonna remain positive because there's not, there's no reason to sit here and dwell on how bad it could be when the show hasn't even came out yet, you know. But there's a dark side. That's gonna happen this week. I need to re-download the Go Ninety app onto my phone here so I'll be prepared when I get home from uh, work to watch it before I go to bed I guess I, I just don't know what to think about it I'm just it's weird maybe it'll be really good maybe it'll be just really okay and I'll be okay with it being really okay that's the most I ask is really okay I was watching um, I have a DVD of uh, Chase and the Wild Warriors like it's like 10 episodes of the show. I can't remember how many episodes the series had or whatnot, but it's 10 episodes of the show. And I was watching some episodes of it. And for those of you who don't know, in case you're too young or chasing the Wild Warriors passed you by or whatever, the Wild Warriors was a very short-lived uh, toy line in the 80s that was like um these kind of cool, crazy sci-fi car toys. And they had these little figures to be the drivers of these little cool car toys. And there were like things like tanks or cars with drill bits on them. And they had like a moving base toy and the bad guys were called the masterminds. They see the good guys were the, um, crap. I never forgot him. It's lightning something. <laughs> and he, um, bad guys were called the monster minds and the monster minds are these plant monsters that would control these vehicles. And their toys would be these weird, slug plant-like monsters you'd stick on the cars. And the thing is with the cars, you could uh, swap out the pieces and customize your toys, basically. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe they actually had a um, accessory set you get to add, add extra guns and stuff to your Wheeled Warriors cars. They were really neat. And the cartoon, however, focused more on the drivers. You know, you had Jace, who was the leader of the I was just watching it. I can't believe I forget the good guy's name. But Jace was the leader of the good guys. His father was like the king or whatever. And he was this... They're trying to find his father. And they're fighting monster, uh, Saw Boss, who's the leader of the Monster Minds, who is chasing him because Jace has an amulet that his father sent to him that has like... It's like this master root that can sense things. And if, if Master Mind gets to Master Root, nothing will threaten him. You know, he, he can control, he can take over the whole world. I mean, take over the whole universe. And so Ch Jace is on this 
wild goose chase throughout the galaxy trying to find his father, using clues and using that magic root amulet to find the clues. Along those lines is what I'd like to see for a Titan's Return um, cartoon. You know, you got your Titan Masters who, they turn into the Transformers' heads. And the bigger Transformers turn into vehicles that the Titan Masters can drive. Or they turn not only in their alt modes, but cities. So I would, I'd see Titans return and being such a focus on Titan Masters. And when you say, what kind of focus are you talking about, Rob? That's a toy of Hot Rod. It's like, yeah, well, Hot Rod's right there on his package is his Titan Masters name and Hot Rod. You know, Astro Train, it's Dark Moon and Astro Train. There's a focus on the, you know, the Titan Masters. So I could see the Titan Masters getting, you know, the, the story is, it's called Titans Return, you know. I had talked before about Combiner Wars, how I thought the Combiner Wars should play out with, like, the Combiners either deciding they're the superior Transformers race or to have, like, a civil war amongst themselves or whatever. Well, what if... What if at the end of Combiner Wars, it kind of... I know it's played out with Cybertron being a dead planet and all. They they used it during the aligned continuity to an extent... And in the movies, Cybertron's a dead planet. But what if the Combiner Wars happened and it really, really trashed wherever it took place? It didn't have to necessarily take place on um, Cybertron or whatever. It just could have took place on another planet that uh, Transformers inhabit or take place in or whatever. It just really trashed it. And what if, say... You know how if you you read uh, Marvel Comics in the issues that led up to Power Master Prime and all that, the Nebulons had to kind of continue life outside of the Headmasters. And even in the Headmasters comics, the Nebulons kind of went front, went first and foremost in their adventures, you know, as being the Headmasters for these Transformers. Well, that's the thing. These, these Titan Masters, they're all over this planet, and either enough time has passed that they had forgotten what had happened, or maybe just Life had adapted to this now post-war landscape, and you had all these Cybertronian-enhanced people, or may- maybe these little Titan Masters came along, and they were a form of Cybertronian. And, and, you know, by their bios, they give special powers out when they, you know, connect up to a bulk body. You know, so what if they had these little adventures, and they start finding all these Transformer guys that were just kind of down there and they get some big adventure where, Hey, it turns out, Hey, we're, we're, we're these dudes heads, you know, like what if they're, Hey, wait, we turned into these dudes heads and they get this crazy adventure going where after an episode or two, the main transformers start coming back and they're partnered up with these guys that these little robot guys that somehow have their consciousness in them because they turn into their heads and they get this crazy adventure going on. That's kind of, kind of what's in my mind. Like what would, what I think would a Titans return, uh, storyline going on. And, and you know, when I was in, I remember taking, um, um, I'm staring at him. I have forgotten his name. Stripes. I remember taking Stripes and putting him in his little jet mode and putting Clobber on him. And he's fly, and you know, he could fly and it was very, very silly looking. And I could visualize an old, old Marvel eighties or seventies comic, like fly, flying this ridiculous plane. I am. My name's Clobber somehow Grimlock's inside of me, you know, that kind of thing. And they find his body in the center of Cybertron or something, you know, or center of this planet where these wars had taken place, or maybe, maybe, maybe 
since the combiner wars took place. This was something off to the side that happened. And, you know, they're basically getting the band back together to go back to Cybertron. And lo and behold, when you get there, the whole power of the primes conflict is going on. Cause now you got prime masters who are very similar. And you also got combiners because this combiner wars just happened. I don't know. I just, I see a guy who can drive a robot and somehow is also that robot's head. And I think the guy who turns into a robot's head has a different name. That's a different character. So instead of them just be like, well, now we have two heads are better than one or the, I just drive a blank body. Something could come of that. You know, some, some fantasy story could come of that. And I, I'm glad I'm sitting in alone in my bedroom saying that out loud. <laughs> I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in my uh, toy room with the door shut because I'm like, that's the kind of thing you say out loud. And you're like, man, I'm glad I was alone. I said that. I mean, the millions and millions of being awesome listeners, the millions. You guys, you guys heard me, but you're on the same wavelength as I am. You know, this is the kind of thing you start talking out loud and you're at work. Everyone around you just suddenly stares at you and at the Christmas party, you're kind of by yourself in a corner. <laughs> you know, that's going to talk. But anyway, I just, I just, there's so much I want from Titan's return that makes me a little nervous about this cartoon because I'm thinking this web show is just going to be another Optimus Prime and Windblade are going to have an adventure. And here's the Titans. Here's, um, uh, here's Metroplex. Who came out in 2013. <laughs> who doesn't have a Titan Master. Fighting Shriptacon who has a Titan Master. Which may or may not get focused on. And. Uh, well we got Fortress Maximus there. We got Emissary. There's a Titan Master. Thank God. Hopefully there'll be more Titan Masters. I just I just want to see that in an adventure. Played out in front of me. You know I know the IDW comics. They used it to an extent. But it's just one of those things. Where I guess. I'm not satisfied yet. I want to I wanna see it portrayed more in the epic scale as the toys present me. I, I got a little guy here who can drive a dragon and then merge with a dragon to make a dinosaur. And that little dinosaur can become a gun when he, because he's, he's somehow he's Grimlock's head. Grimlock's inside him somehow. You know, I, I see that in these toys, you know. I see a much bigger adventure taking place focusing on the Titan Masters then. Well, Optimus and Windblade are up to something. What? Who knows? <laughs> Thank God Windblade's there. At least she has a Titan Master. At least she's a Titan Return toy this time. Cause it, you know, I don't hate the Windblade character at all. I know I kind of seem like it. I just find her forced into more things than she needs to be. Other characters get used more sparingly. I think, I think she could be used a little more sparingly better. Like she was in Robots in Disguise and she was a good character. You know, she worked out better there. This whole city speaker character for her is just kind of. It's played out to say something's a Mary Sue, but as most, that is super Mary Sue characterism right there. And not because she's a girl or anything. It's just, I am the all knowing city speaker who is involved in everybody and can't nobody do nothing without me because I talked to the city. That, that is so, as a fan fiction right there. If only she turned into a dolphin and was a ninja. We totally have something I would have read on the internet in 1999. Well, she's, Kind of got a sword, I guess. Anyway, I guess we'll find out this week how Titans Return 
plays out, at least the first episode. But speaking of playing, let's go. That was a terrible segue. I've never ridden a Segway. They say you can't wreck one of those, but I'm pretty sure I could just kill myself on one. But let's jump over to the questions and answer portion of the show. The Q&A part, <laughs> which all content comes from a thread from Talk Transformers. The bestest, estest, estest place online to talk Transformers. It's a group on Facebook. If you're not a member, go join. Every so often, I'll pop up a thread saying, hey, I need some uh, I need some questions. I need some comments. I need some talking points to use in the show. And people will just submit them. It's great. But you know what? If you miss that magic thread when it pops up, you can just shoot me one directly. I'll, I'll add it to you to the queue. But this week's question, and spoiler space. This is the last question I have in the queue for the current pool, pool of questions. So... The thread's going to be going up soon. Now, I don't tell anyone when I'm putting with the thread. I'll just say soon. And this one has a big, big veritable. You see, next week there will not be an episode of Being Awesome. The weekend before Thanksgiving, I will not be recording an episode because the way my work schedule works out, it ain't happening. I, um, I've mentioned here before I work nights. When I say I work from nights, I say I work from six in the evening to six in the morning overnight. And I usually on Saturday work from anywhere to six in the morning to 10 in the morning, just so I can get myself ahead. So I don't have to come back in later in case I, I like keep it. We need to say I'm on a production timeline frame. So depending on how busy I am (laughs) and that Friday ends up being a good 13 to 15 hour day, you know, overnight. And Thanksgiving is a weekday. Well, while the people that are there during the day will work Wednesday during the day. But see, my company, we have a holiday party the day before Thanksgiving. Um, it's, it's for the whole company. And for us night guys, because they don't expect us to come to this party and then get to work. We work that Sunday night. So we offset the day. We'll work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then just come back for the party on Wednesday and enjoy the nice extended weekend. And I'm really looking for that party. It's catered. There's prizes. We play games and win prizes. They, um, nice prizes too. Like there'll be silly ones like selfie sticks or odd <laughs> little Bluetooth speakers for your phones or whatever. And then there's like TVs and tablets and stuff. So you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool what all the company does for us. And it's catered. We have a, Cater. I always say people crack up when I say this. Our Thanksgiving taco party, because they go, "Rob, you and tacos." But this, it's like a catered taco service where it's a guy out there on the grill, fresh grilled, authentic tacos. And if you know real tacos, they're tiny, so you end up eating like fifty of them. It's just, it's a great time, and I'm looking forward to it. But being that I'll have to work that Thursday, and I'll probably, whoa, being that I have to work that Sunday night, going to work at six o'clock in the evening, and being that I probably won't even get home to like 11 o'clock in the morning Saturday. I'm not going to have a lot of time to do this show. Now that's not too long time listeners of the show. No, I'm there's no show up on Thanksgiving weekend. That's why Um, I will have a new episode up the weekend after Thanksgiving. Cause that Sunday I've done had five days to myself 
done did some holiday shopping, spent time with my family, I'm well rested. There'll be a new episode following. But just that week of Thanksgiving, sorry guys, taking it off. So, that was a long way of me saying, giving you a programming note that there won't be a new episode next week. But also, I'm putting that thread up for this question and answer portion of the show sometime within the next two weeks. How do you know when I'm putting this thread up? Well, go join the group. And if you are a member of the group, make sure you're following it on your timeline so you see me popping the thread up. And it's random. I do this on purpose. Because <laughs> it's fun for me. It's like this weird game of, like I'm Jigsaw, and this is my version of, of the Saw games. But instead of like losing a hand so you can live, you just kind of got to be using Facebook at the right time. But, there's a dark side. But, it's you, you might still lose your hand. It depends on what device you use to access Facebook. But this week's question comes from my main man, Noki Absalon. Noki goes on to ask, Many years back, if a Transformers toy had ankle joints or a waist swivel, we would consider it as superior. But now, it's a standard thing. And more and more, TF toys have an ab- abdominal crunch. My question is, what other articulation would you want to see in a Transformers toy in the future, and why? Thank you, and more power to your show. Thanks a lot, no, Keith, and more power to you, my home piece. I liked Captain Power. He was very powerful. But, that was a great question, and I'll be... Articulation isn't the biggest thing in the world for me. An adequate amount of articulation, I'm happy, you know. And depending on the toy, it doesn't even have to move, and I'm happy with it, you know. Crap, you know, I, some of these one-step guys I'll grab. Maybe the arm moves. Maybe it doesn't, you know, but it's a fun, fun toy because it's a fidget toy, you know. The toy is playing with it back and forth. While some toys, you know, I got this tight master I'm still playing with. His arms move. His legs move and his knees move. Now, his legs don't separate, but it's very basic articulation. He has, I guess, one, two. He's got... Three points of articulation, four if you count individual arms, as in two arms, the arms can move independently. And that's enough. This is all this tiny little toy needs, and I'm happy. While some toys, like say if I bought a Masterpiece toy, yeah, I want I want to move every single finger. I want to move every little thing. Ab, ab crunch, sure. Make them, make them crunch in the abs. Everywhere I can, because it was like a $100 action figure. I want this thing to be as premium as possible. But while I buy a $15 Deluxe at Walmart or Target, they're pretty well articulated and enough for my happiness. You know, I got the arms, the shoulders, I got the elbows, knees, you know, legs. You know, they they usually have enough articulation to make me happy. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't have like wrist swivel. I mean, uh, hip swivels, you know, it kind of depends on how the robot's constructed. But usually adequate articulations is all I really ask for in a regular toy, but depending on how, how complex the transformation is, is how we work up, how many different ways this little, little bad boy will move, you know, and you're saying more recently, well, it's more recently, it's coming back. A lot of, uh, beast wars toys had a lot of articulation just due to the alt mode it had and the way it would transform. Especially those crazy ones like in Neo that had like super complex transformations. Those things you could practically roll up in a ball and throw it, you know. Same with the 
car robots, which we know as the first incarnation of robots in the skies. The Carr brothers, uh, uh, I'm saying every name in the world. Hold, hold on. Picket. <laughs> I just got a restart now thing from Windows and I clicked pick a time. Okay. Oh, here it comes again. Basically, I'm getting a schedule your restart <laughs> thing while I'm recording. I'm like, not now, not now. I'm doing something. Pick a day tomorrow. <laughs> I picked a Tamford. And now I'm going to minimize it. All right. You uh, install those updates tomorrow because I'm going to turn you off after I get done recording. <laughs> anyway. I only use this computer for recording a show. That was kind of random. I was like, what was that blue screen? Oh, crap. Did it crash on me while I was blabbing? Because I'm looking out the window while I'm talking. I have a mic stand that's adjustable. <laughs> so often I'm just kind of farting around doing everything else in the world instead of what I should be doing. Oh, there we go. You're scheduled, bad boy. I guess. Uh. We'll find out. Anyway, and uh, the Carr brothers, um, Sideburn, uh, who is Speedbreaker, uh, Prowl, who is Mock Alert, and Exbron, who was Wild Rider. You know, I'm giving the Japanese names as well as the Americans, just because some people don't use the American names, or maybe you're listening from another country and you had the Takara versions with those names. And just make sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Those were some super articulated figures. Only problem is their uh, kibble often got in the way from a lot of their articulation. But boy, those things you could practically just roll up into a ball, you know. Ultra Magnus didn't really have a lot of articulation at line. I mean, his arms, his arms could move every which way, but that was about it. Optimus is pretty good, if I if I remember correctly. The fire convoy. Not in the super mode, but his standard cab mode was. Yeah, definitely. But um, they kind of went back and forth. You know, Armada toys sacrificed a lot of articulation to work in the gimmick. Energon toys are pretty well articulated and stuff. But you're talking more recent toys where they are, including things like ankle tilts and abdominal crunches so they can do more crazy poses. And yeah, you know, that is neat. And, and, and you know, even though I say articulation isn't the biggest deal in the world to me, and I mean it, you know, as long as it's adequate, I'm happy. There has been, <coughs> excuse me, times outside of that, that I have uh, definitely got excited by the articulation. You know, I remember uh, when Marvel Legends first started out when Toy Biz made him, not Hasbro. Um, it started off as a Spider-Man, Spider-Man Legends, and it was a, a Spider-Man-based series with all his characters. And they made this big deal that this Spider-Man figure had like a billion points of articulation. And it was in both the red and black costume version. And I totally got that. I had to have that. And in the next series after that, they had a Daredevil that used that same body. And I didn't get that. I probably should have. And, you know, the Spider-Man line evolved into Marvel Legends and there you go. I remember that. I was like totally, whoa, really? And I got like I had to have the Spider-Man and I, you know. So sometimes the articulation does mean the world to me. I remember they did uh, Muscle which here in America is in the 80s was an adaption of Kanuka Man. Am I saying that right? Kanuki Man? Kanuka Man? 
there were these the tiny little PVC wrestling figurines. They're aliens from space that came to Earth to wrestle, and they were sold in like plastic trash cans and stuff like that, and weird little variety packs. And they made a new version of it here in the early 2000s called Ultimate Ultimate Muscle, which was basically another version of. Am I saying it right? Canucka Man, Canucka Man. <laughs> and they still had the little tiny figures pack and mystery packs and stuff, but they also made these large six inch versions of them, of the characters that were super articulated. And I got the, uh, got the figure of the main Canucka Man. Canucky, how do you say that? That guy. <laughs> and he had the ab crunch and all that. And I remember, wow, this is really cool. So I think I kind of picked my own battles as far as the articulation. So I'm I'm saying that so you can understand why I don't I don't think a whole lot about it because it it it's variable if the like it's either the basic amount of articulation that's fine and then sometimes yes I gotta have that like say a masterpiece or a more premium figure I definitely want that thing to move independent toes make his pinky toe move you know if it's a more premium figure I totally want that thing to bend every which and way. While a standard retail figure, you know, I buy the basic Star Wars action figures that have the Kenner style articulation, and I'm totes okay with that. My um, Imagine X Power Rangers that I buy a ton of, they they have like, they their arms move, their head move, they got a wrist swivel, and their legs are the leg moves, and it's kind of like the uh, Titan Master. They're attached, so you move one leg, the other leg moves, and that's enough for me. But definitely with those premium figures. But if we're going to talk an articulation I'd really like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to phrase this like this, because a more premium figure, it has things like ankle pivots and the, the big toe will move and all sorts of stuff. The abs can crunch, so you can, you can bend your toy over or spread its legs to your heart's content. Um, they have all those. But I'm going to think of a more standard retail figure, which the articulation is usually just adequate. And in that case, and sometimes the transformers still have it just by way they transform, but sometimes they don't. And if you remember around 2010, when they had the drift and blur action figures and generations, they had so much articulation that you could pose blur in all these awesome ways with his guns and drift could actually reach back and draw his own sword from his uh, hilt. He had so much articulation in his arms, but standard, uh, Transformers don't have that many because the deluxe, basically, plastic and oil and everything, and like, oh, we're okay. It's just a screensaver. I'm, I'm, I'm talking and my computer screen just went blank and I was like, oh crap, the restart happened anyway. And now I saw bubbles, so it's okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I I successfully postponed the update that I will not do until I start this up in about two weeks from now to record the after Thanksgiving episode. I wonder if I can just install the update as I turn off this time. I'll find out after I get done recording. That scared the crap out of me. Mainly because I just talked for 35 minutes. But if we're going to talk about standard retail toys, and the reason they don't have the articulation comes and goes outside of, depending on how they transform, is basically plastic and oil costs are a thing. And a deluxe from 2010 just isn't really feasible in a deluxe from 2017 because that toy would probably have to cost like 40 bucks. You know, it's just the fact of the matter. You know, they've tried to downscale the figures to keep them at the relative same price around fall of Cybertron. And it caused an uproar. So now you have the figures that are more your standard size, but they're a little bit more basic and hollow just because 
Look, man, money, you can only fold a dollar so many ways, you know. But assuming we're going to say the standard deluxe transformer I just picked off the shelf, I like him have enough articulation to hold a rifle naturally. Like, not just in one hand and pointing it forward, maybe the elbow's bent, you know? Maybe you could kind of sort of move the arm to hold it. I'd like him to hold the gun naturally, like a side stance, the butt. If it has a butt, it's butted up against its shoulder. If not, he's just holding it in one hand, and the other hand is holding the other end. And we're talking about naturally, too, so the the wrists are swiveled, and maybe the... I guess it's called the elbow swivel, where just beneath the elbow, there's a swivel, so the lower part of the arm can swivel. And, you know, the head can turn and all that. I'd like just enough articulation to make him hold and aim a rifle realistically, because... Look, I've never been in a gunfight. I mean, I've been in a Nerf fight, and I used to be on a laser tag team. Nothing happened. I was shooting a toy gun that didn't have any kickback or anything. But watching movies, and, you know, I'm from the South. I know plenty of people who hunt all the time, and I've definitely definitely shot a gun or two at um, targets and had a BB gun when I was a kid, you know, to shoot soda ca- empty soda cans off the fence. Um, but, you know, just going by, like, a movie portrayal of a guy aiming a rifle or shooting a rifle or whatever, I'd like enough articulation in the arms to do that convincingly. You know, I don't care about the ankle tilt. I'm not too concerned about the ab crunch, though. I can see, like I said, those premium figures, yeah, make them, make them touch his toes. Just bend around on over and touch them toes. That's the point, right? Get them to bend over and spread them legs. Yeah, they can move any which way. Fold them up in the ball. Whatever. That's a premium figure. Deluxe. A standard deluxe. I want, I want that extra arm uh, support. And, you know, a lot of them have uh, elbow and ankle, ankle, elbow and wrist swivels as is. A lot of them have enough articulation to do that, but not all of them do just because it comes down to the way they transform. So I would like that to be standard. That would be the standard articulation I'd love in a fantasy setting without any realism implied to see in all my figures. So that way they could hold a rifle naturally or maybe hold a pistol realistically like maybe he's bracing his arm or whatever for that kickback because i mean sure a basic small pistol a big old tough guy can just pick up one arm and shoot it but some of those hand cannons man you gotta have a little for, uh, fortitude to hold that thing in one hand and pop it off without supporting it with the other hand or something that's the articulation i'd like to see well noki thanks a lot for your question i super appreciate it that was a fun one and guys 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 this podcast is all about having fun. It's all about having fun and loving Transformers. And it will be back in two weeks. I'm going on my Thanksgiving break here. The next episode will be shortly after the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. But for now, I got to go. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening. Being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and having fun can be found at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links. It's just an easy way to help support the network without doing anything other than shopping at Amazon, as you're probably doing a lot right now, as it's, it's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens and the rest of the world. You're, you're shopping. <laughs> please help us out. That'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. High fives. I'm Rob and I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Robo Rob Springer. That's R O B O R O B S P R I N G E R. And since you're using the internet, please check out my site, zonebase.org. Please. I update it frequently, even during this holiday break. <laughs> 
I update it at work sometimes. I, it's the future is amazing. You know, I've had websites before. I had to be in front of a computer. I can, these days I can update one from the toilet. It's amazing what you can do in the future. That's the stuff they didn't tell you in Star Trek. They're like, yeah, there'll be flying cars. Yeah, but what can I do in the bathroom? I've done read this Reader's Digest like 50 times. Need to get a new issue or something in here. Now I can pay. I, I purposely pay all my bills in here just because. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back in two weeks after the Thanksgiving break. And everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, have a nice two weeks. Later. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.